welcome to a very burpy. Do it, do it. Burp into the. No, I'm not. It was a bit of a sicky burp. You I'm sorry. Sh- should have heard it. My God. It's like Barney from uh, Simpsons next to me. Um, sorry, Ed has been drinking. Uh, he's been drinking since midday. So it, it I, is. I absolutely have not. <laughs> I've just finished dinner. Yeah. Well, welcome. This is Swapping Joystick. It's joy- no, just not one, two. So swapping joysticks. It's the eighth of March, twenty twenty-three. Your home for LGBTQIA plus gaming and streaming content. And I'm your host Ben Ostwick, joined as always by the one, the only, the little burpy thing. Eh, well, at least he's not. You know, it's not coming out the other end. Ed Nightingale. Wow, what an intro. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, no, it it generally comes up. It comes up, not out. Generally. Great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I think, I hope you're talking about uh, burps. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, how's your, uh, how's your day been, uh, Ed? Uh, my day's been all right. It's been all right. Um, it's been quite busy, but, um, but in a good way. Um, I've, I've had an interesting interview today um, and another one tomorrow for a feature that will be out in a week or two. Um, so, yeah. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to writing that up. Um, I'm excited to read about it. Mm. Would you like to turn the TV off behind? That we, I'll maybe yes. even mute it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, we're downloading stuff in advance of the quick look. Yeah, we've got a quick look later. Theatrhythm, uh, Final Fantasy Theatrhythm, and also the Final Fantasy Power Wash uh, DLC update. Which we're going to be looking at. So yeah, we're going to look at it's those. It's a Final Fantasy day. It is indeed, and neither of us have been playing any Final Fantasy this week. Well, I've been. Oh, actually, no. Playing some sim, some similar things, but oh. we'll get to that. Yeah. But how's your week been, Ben? Because you've had a very exciting week. You're a little celebrity now, I hear. Well, apparently, on the radio. Yeah, I was. I'm on. Uh, I was on BBC Radio Five Live at Drive Time. Drive um, times when people are driving home, they're listening to you. They were, they were. There was like six or seven minutes, mainly the other guy that was also invited, but there was me in there as well. And what was it about, Ben? Tell well, the people. They contacted me on Twitter because they wanted to find out why or how I got Eurovision tickets. <gasps> Have you got Eurovision tickets? Not really. I mean, it, it's not really Eurovision. It's just like a dress rehearsal type thing. But now, now you hush. <laughs> well. We, the dress rehearsal is when the jury votes. It's very important. That's true. And it's in the middle of the day, so we can get like an early train up and then get a later train back home. It's, mm. We don't have to pay £3,000 a night for uh, for hotels. Exactly. Because nobody wants that in Liverpool. No. I'm sure Liverpool is very nice. Actually, oh, Liverpool is nice. But, yeah. you know, I'm not paying that for like an Ibis. No. Uh, well, I don't know. Ibis is priceless. Unless you get bedbugs. Yeah, no. Mm. I'm uh, yeah, so we're going to see Eurovisions. Uh, yeah, the salmon is the salmon's all right. The frozen veg with it, not so, or the defrosted veg. Um, it's got very high standards. Um, but we are yeah, we're going to see the semi-final one, which is on a Tuesday, and there um, and that's going to be the dress rehearsal or the is it called the dress rehearsal or the? I think it's called dress rehearsal. Yeah. But anyway, it's it's like a pre-run of of the first semi yeah which has some amazing um well potentially some amazing acts scandinavians lots of scandies including sweden 
which means that Marcus Swedes, and Martinez. No, 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 Swedes. If you're listening, you must vote for Loreen. Now, I don't even know if I like the song that much. I like I do, but I also feel like she's had her moment, and no. But also, that's the semi that we're at, and she I want to see. Been. I want to see her live. You're calling her a has been. No, I'm saying she's too Pasta good for Eurovision now. She's Over the like, hill. Euphoria is the best. Is the best Eurovision song ever, and yeah. and. Yeah. Like, she won with that already, with a huge score. Mm-hmm. So why potentially tarnish that by going again? Like, just just revel in that for the rest of your life. Elias in the chat says, I never was, not a has-been. I mean, Euphoria is a bar. If that comes on in a club, every person there is dancing and singing oh, yeah. along at the top of their voice. Oh, yeah. Me especially. Yeah, yeah. Um, however, I would like to see her live. So if if she's in that first semi and we get to see her, I'll be very very happy. Yeah, I'll yeah no. And looks and apparently like some of the other kind of favourites are in that one as well. It's going to be a stacked semi. Unfortunately, not Austria. No. Now Austria's entry came out today. Yeah. Which is all about Edgar Allan Poe, but they're in the second semi. Cool. I, I haven't seen it, and I'm probably going to save it for well, the will, biggest vision. I uh, yes, I will say no more. But it might be my favourite. Just is there, saying. Is there a reason? No, not not a sexual reason. <laughs> okay, no. that's why you're looking at me I like know. that. Yeah. Well, you said it was a weird one. I was like, that's going to be weird if it is. Well, the way you're like, is there a reason? Is usually, is it someone hot? I mean, that is usually the way. I don't just vote with my penis. I usually vote for the best song. Who did you vote for last time? Sweden. She was very hot. She was great. I mean, yeah. yeah, she was also hot, but it was a great song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I, I, I do usually vote for the Swedish song because it's generally my favourite. And if it happens to have a very attractive Viking man singing it, that's just an extra. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so looking forward to that. And then we're going to be, well, what we're we doing for the actual show. We're going to have to host our own party, maybe. I'll get my balls out. Yeah, tell them, tell the tradition. My Swedish meatballs. Mm-hmm. Um, my homemade Swedish meatballs, balls, which I might tweak this year because I, I feel like, year. no, I feel like I've now got to know more, um, through Twitch, uh, people across Europe, which is and America and all across the world, which is lovely. Um, but lots of Swedes who I feel have, have given me reason to tweak my recipe because it's not as mm. authentic as it could be. I want it to be authentic. Oh. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll I'll make meatballs and we'll sit and watch the show and we'll score it and it will be a dream, um, which I do love. But we still get to go to Eurovision during the week mm. um, and experience it and say that we were there and hopefully that we saw Lorene. Yeah. So I'm very, very excited. Me too. And biggest vision two weeks before or a week before when we go through them all and vote for them. Can't wait for that. Absolutely. But oh. you were on the radio talking about it. Yeah, they invited me on, and they invited me on with somebody uh, who didn't get tickets and who was from Liverpool. Great. Um, which was... So you're basically sat there feeling really smug, showing off that you've got tickets, and this poor guy is like, oh, fucking James. hell, they didn't get any fucking tickets. That's exactly how he sounded. Yeah. yeah um, and um, I was like, I feel really guilty now. And he's like, don't, don't feel sorry. Have a great time. Uh, so what? <laughs> Your accent's worse than mine, and that's saying something. Yeah, James. <laughs> Although I did enjoy it, because I was doing it on Zoom, so I used my microphone here. And like, you listen to this on the podcast, and this we're using one microphone between two. So imagine if you could, if it was like this, and, and this is like the quality of the radio, of my, my microphone on the radio, which, yeah, there were people there saying it 
sounded like it was as good quality as the presenter, which was great. Yeah. Money well spent. <laughs> Very well spent. And on the tickets. Yeah. £80 you took me out for that. All right. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a nice gift, but all right. Well, I mean, if you want that as your birthday gift, very happy. <laughs> that You know, that ties me over no, to... That, I yeah, want more. <laughs> that lets me off the hook now until, uh, until Christmas now. <laughs> your birthday's before mine, so yeah. really I should pay for them for both of us. No, no, I'd like you to use, you know, something thoughtful. Use, yeah, something thought. I want something thoughtful. Help me chat. Thought. Thoughtful gifts. Yeah, <laughs> got until June. <laughs> oh, oh, you you mentioned like you've been influenced by around the around the world with like Americans as well, and I just remembered a joke I heard today. Do you want to hear it? <sighs> Do I have a choice? No. So there was a Canadian visiting uh, America, mm. and uh, he's walking down an alleyway, and somebody puts a gun and says, "Give me all your money, or I'm gonna let you die, or I'm gonna kill you." And the person said, "Oh, you must be a doctor." Wow. And a, another joke. A Scottish person goes to Canada and says, and they see uh, this giant animal. You're so bad at telling jokes, can I just say? Well, I'm not a comedian. Well, at least get the words right. Well, I, I right I'm trying to remember. I read it on Reddit and it had like about <laughs> seven paragraphs. So I'm trying to abbreviate. So a Canadian, go, a uh, Scottish Scotsman goes to uh, Canada and meets one of the locals and they see this giant big beast in the middle of the road and the Canadian, uh, and the Scottish man goes to the Canadian and says, what's that? And the Canadian goes, that's a moose. And the Scottish man goes, God's sake, how big are your rats? That's so bad. I also feel like I've heard it a million times. Ah, cheers. Anyway, Ed, what have you been playing this week? Apologies to all Americans, <laughs> Canadians, and Scottish people listening right now. Mm. No, it's not yet. Is it because I'm American and I don't have good health? No, the it's, joke. Well, you have to pay for healthcare. Yeah, it's like give me all your money and I won't kill you. And it's like, oh, you must be, and I won't let you. Yeah, I won't kill you. Well, surely the, the phrase should be, be and I won't let you die. But then that doesn't make sense for a mugger. Well, the, the it's a terrible joke, Ben. <sighs> well, blame. Can we blame Reddit? <laughs> Why did the chicken cross the road? <laughs> to get to the other side. Because! You seen that TikTok? Yes. <laughs> Honestly, I really wish that you had not discovered TikTok. Why? Because you have a tendency to like <laughs> wait, either wake up first thing in the morning or just before bed to sit there scrolling through TikTok watching fail videos. I love a fail video. And just like stupid videos absolutely pissing yourself. I will cry. And I'm like, I'm trying to sleep. Shut the fuck up. I'll be laughing like for a good 10 minutes at a video. Crying laughing, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's great. (laughs) It's just like that one. We didn't do a, um, we didn't do a live podcast last week. No, (laughs) we were too busy. And and you were pissed. (laughs) Oh, I Heads just... were drinking tea this week. Where was I? When you did... went to the PlayStation event. Oh, yeah. I went so to... You can't even remember. Oh, my God. I went to the PlayStation. So this PlayStation... Oh, no. I mentioned it last week. I won. Did I tell you last week that I won? Oh, yes, Ben. I beat wow, nine you, other you really people. not remember? No, I had quite a few margarita cocktails. Oh, God. <sighs> merry you were. Yes, I was merry. I was... Uh, I was... I was enjoying myself. <laughs> I beat Luke Boogie as well. Well, the rest of us know what happened, even if you don't remember. Yeah. I won. Good. I'm glad you remember. Anyway, oh, my finger is now a lot better. In fact, look at that. It's pretty much grown 
Like, also, the way that last week you were like, half my nail came off, and then you took the plaster off, and it was like, literally a slither of your of your nail. I, there was blood all over my finger. It, it was come, a slither it, of nail. Enough of the nail had come off that there was blood dripping down my finger, and it was awful. Do you want me to like cut off a bit of your nail where there's where it draws blood? No. So there you go. It was still, and I still like, yeah. But you made it out to literally be like, oh my God, my whole fingernail's been ripped off. I'm like, I mean, it wasn't. Well, where was I going to get... Well, to be honest, looking for you for sympathy is not going to work. Correct. So you've got to (laughs) over-exaggerate. You have to really over-exaggerate to get any sort of like, you know, oh, from Ed. (laughs) The drama, exactly. Drama queen over here. Yeah. Anyway, go on, just tell me what you've been playing that's not Final Fantasy. <laughs> We're just skipping in, are we? Aww. You've had enough of jokes. Yes. Oh, do you, do you want me to tell you some more jokes? No, definitely not. So there was. Um, well, we can't use Englishman and Irishman and Scotsman anymore, can we? Uh, there were three friends, Bill, Bob, and Monty, we'll say. And they go and find. They go to this cave, and the cave's got a magic slide. And whatever they say when they're going down the slide, they're going to land into in like a big pool oh, no, at the bottom. So uh, Bill goes down and goes, gold! And oh, he thuds, he hurts himself a bit as he lands in a big pool of gold. Um, and then uh, Bob goes down and goes, diamonds! He's like, ow, 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 because it's all sharp and stuff, but he's got all these diamonds. Money goes down and goes, wee! <laughs> Splash! I literally knew that was coming. <laughs> That's the worst joke. Think, no, but there's two options because the other one is money trips at the top and goes, oh shit! <laughs> See, that I wouldn't have expected. That oh, would have been okay. better. Yeah, right. Okay, well, next time I'll do that. Yeah, let's get you to bed, Dad, <laughs> shall we? How dare you. <laughs> wow. Honestly, Dad jokes central over here. Ah. Uh, what did Ed put in the tea? J- nothing, like, untoward. Oh, it's not one, this is not one of the horrible home-brewed ones. That was all bitter. What do you mean? It was, it was Betty's finest loose-leaf loose tea. It had a little bit of, like, menthol to it. Maybe I'd, had a, maybe I'd brushed my teeth before. Quite possibly. Yeah. <laughs> or you just don't appreciate good tea. I love a bit of tea. Come on, spill it. Ed, what have you been playing? Oh, just get it, get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> what have I been playing? Um, I've been playing a lot actually this week. Um, I have. I What's that to... game with the shit music that just never stops? We'll get into that. Um, I I looked at my Trello board and realised that I have way too many games on at the go, and yeah, I keep starting new ones. So I started uh, Wo Long Fallen Dynasty at the weekend. Ooh. Um, although every time I write that out in a news article, all I think of is Dynasty. Which is the Rina Sawayama song. But you don't know that one. No. Um, anyway, Liv from work appreciated that joke when I sent it to her. Um, so I played some Woe Long. And it is from Team Ninja, who make Neo. And I know you like Neo. I love Neo and Neo 2. And do you know Neo 1 has a PS5 version? In fact, both of them have a PS5 version that they has do? 120 FPS mode. It looks a little bit like dog shit, but it's 120 FPS. You do love those maps. Yeah. Um, so, Wolong is essentially Team Ninja kind of doing Sekiro. And that's a really, really lazy comparison. 
but it's a really easy one to make. Um, in that combat, where Neo is quite soul is soulsy, um, this feels all, all the combat in Wolong is very much about parrying, which is essentially what Sekiro was all about. Um, I don't think it feels quite as good, um, which is partly the controls because Sekiro. You, you parry with L1 and then you stab people with R1, whereas this is all the face buttons and there's just something about it that just doesn't feel quite as satisfying to me. Um, but it is all about um, all about parrying, mm. which is very fun. Welcome, Geek Herring Crew. Yeah, thank you for the um, raid. <laughs> um, so Wolong is, is all about parrying and it's set in China um, in... A time frame that I cannot remember, and I'm not going to say it because I don't want to get it wrong, um, and I don't want to offend people. But it's it's kind of this like is it Genghis Khan? No, okay. it's this kind of Wuxia fantasy kind of vibe, um, and it it's really cool. It's got a really really cool style, um, and like I said, it's all about parrying, which you have to get the timing right. And basically, I I played it on fr- on Sunday, and I spent almost the whole day doing one boss. It took you a long time. It did. Um, the first boss is the hardest bit of the game. And if you read any review or anything about it online, that's what people are saying. Now, I was really excited because I basically killed the boss on my second turn. Oh, you should have heard. Um, so I sort of had the first go to just give it a go. And I was like, okay, cool. I think I understand. I've got a parry. This is cool. Second time in, fucking nailed it. Was like, Yes. Honestly, all these people are like, takes them like three, four hours to do it. I did it second time. There's a second phase. Because of course there fucking is. Um, And the second phase is an arsehole. So that took me a while. I left you alone then. I was like, I'm just going to stay in here and play some Destiny. You left the room. Yeah. uh, Which was definitely the right move. Thank you, Ben. Um, And um, admittedly, we did watch the the F1 in the middle. So it wasn't like five hours. I came back to it later. Yeah. but I did eventually do it, and I was very, very proud of myself, uh, very pleased. I played a little bit of the next level, and then I put it down, and I haven't gone back to it. So that is my experience of Wolong so far. Um, but I really like what I've played, and to be fair, that first boss is there to teach you how to parry. And once you learn, once you learn that and you understand that, the rest of the game is a lot easier. Um, so it's just that like first hurdle. Um, so... Yeah, I'm I'm glad that I got over that and I will keep playing that at some point. It's well, on Game Pass. Long farewell, Alfiderson. No. No. We're not going there. Wolong and thanks for all the fish. We're, we're not going there. Okay. <laughs> um nothing scorches the earth like an angry twink, exactly. Um so it's a very it's a very good um souls like game from what I've played. So um yeah, it's on Game Pass if you want to give it a go. You might give that a go, you said. Probably not, no. <laughs> uh, Money says, oh, yeah, sorry, Money. Yeah, well, look, you've been awful. Yeah. I hope you're talking to Tom, Money, because that's who said it. I just read Tom's uh, comment. Yeah. Um, but there's another game that I've been playing more of the last couple of weeks. Why? Because um, I hate myself. And that game is The Legend of Dragoon. Now, The Legend of Dragoon is an RPG from Japan studio, Sony. And it came out in 2001 over here, slightly earlier in America and Japan, um, on the PS1. And it's a game that... So I was, what, 
13, 14 when that came out. The 80s. Um, excuse me. Um, and I never had a PS1 at the time. And I remember seeing this game and thinking, this looks really, really fucking cool. I had just around that time learned what, what Final Fantasy was about. Um, <laughs> did you have any friends? <laughs> I did, because they taught me about Final Fantasy. Um, I bet. So I didn't have a PS1, but I sort of learned about it and was like, okay, I understand what this kind of what these RPG games are about and Final Fantasy. I was interested in PS1 games as this like mystery other console that I never owned. Oh, yeah. And these really cool looking games. And Legend of Legend of Dragoon was one of them. And I thought, wow, I really want to play that. Now the problem is, is that that game at the time didn't actually review that well. But since then, it's taken on cult status. And if you want to buy the disc version of it, in over here, it's like 150, 200 quid just for the original disc version because it's so rare. Um, and it was never released digitally um, in Europe on like PS3 or 4 or on the PlayStation Store until now, when a couple of weeks ago it was added on PS Plus. Um, or you can buy it separately. So I was like, great, I can finally play this game. I've been wanting to play this since I was 13. And finally, I've got the opportunity to play it, and I'm really, really excited. And unfortunately, it's a bit shit. <laughs> and I feel really disappointed because I've wanted to play it for so long, and it's just not as good as I hoped it was going to be. Um, there's, uh, you can actually download the, um, the soundtrack for it, and it's two tracks long. It's not, it's just that it has very repetitive music. Um Basically, Japan Studio made this pretty much in response to Final Fantasy VII. Because Final Fantasy VII was so popular on PlayStation, did so, so well, that Sony decided, right, we're going to make our own RPG and we're going to do our own version of it. And they kind of, in the process, I think misunderstood what makes Final Fantasy cool. So what they focused on was, oh, we're going to have loads of cinematics and FMVs and fancy magic effects and stuff like that. And what they're missing is an interesting story and likable characters and good music and an, an interesting battle system. Um, and it's just missing a lot of that. Um, for PS1 standards, the graphics are great. Um, and it's got some it's got some really cool spell effects and, and it's got a nice sense of sort of fantasy from it. <laughs> it's Final Fantasy from Wish, yeah. genuinely. It's got like a blonde spiky head hero who has to go save the world, who looks like Cloud, but in medieval times, and he can turn into a dragoon. Um, the battles are just really, really basic. You can either attack, defend, or use an item. And that's it. And if wow. you defend, then you heal. Why do people love it then? Is it just because it's so difficult to get? I think it kind of took on that status um, at the time. And I think reviews at the time compared it to Final Fantasy, but obviously unfavorably. And I think people maybe found that a bit unfair um, and thought, no, 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 we're going to love it in its own right. But it's so obviously aping Final Fantasy and is so derivative of that in such a blatant way. It's just, it's impossible not to make the comparison between them. And it just doesn't live up to Final Fantasy in any other way. Um, there is more to the combat than what I just said. Um, so there is firstly the addition system, which basically it's like this sort of button prompt that comes up. So when you when you are just about to hit an enemy, it comes up with a button prompt. And if you press the right button, um, you do an extra attack. And you can you can use different attacks. There's lots of different ones. How often you do you hit that? 
Not very often, because the timing, you have to be so exact. And it's not just one button prompt. Some of them have like four or five button prompts you've got to press in order, and you've got to get them all. And if you don't get them all, you're, it's the difference between doing like 100 damage or 10 damage. And it's just, it's infuriating that I cannot get the timing of that right. I think it's the TV, because there's a bit of lag on that TV. Don't you blame my nice TV. Um, and then, later on, you get Dragoon powers, where basically you can turn into, into a Dragoon and you get some magic. Or What's you a get... Dragoon other than like a Scottish dragon? I is a Dragoon over there. It's just Dragon with an extra right. bow. As someone who has played... Final Fantasy, especially 14, that has the Dragoon as a job. I know. Maybe you might understand. I still don't know. It's Dragon, but with an extra O in it. They're Dragon Knights. So they harness the power of dragons. Why don't they pronounce it? Dragon. My goon. What's the goon? Like a gooner. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I'm just trying to work out why it's where the word Dragoon <laughs> comes just from. Is. All right? <laughs> it just I'm is. I'm just asking the questions everybody wants to know. Nobody cares. <laughs> Why is it called a dragoon? What power does a dragon have? So, it, well, they have different magic powers and, like, different elements. Um, so you chose this, Ed. Thanks, Jinx. Um, so would you rather play Legend of Dragoon or listen to Ben? I would rather play Legend of Dragoon. Um, and yes, they can jump into the air and then, you know, all of that shit. Um, so... You can you can transform into into a dragoon and then it gives you magic or like a powerful attack, but you only do it once and then you go back to just normal battles. So it's it Limit just break. doesn't so kind of, but not. It's just it's just not a very good system, basically, and I don't like it. And it makes battles really repetitive. The battle music is very repetitive as well. Oh. Every single menu in the game uses the same music, which is infuriating. Um, so it's just not. A very good game, but I feel compelled no. to play it. No. Because the 13-year-old inside me that really wanted to play it back in the day, I feel like I just, I want to carry on. I want to know what happens. I want to know, just to say that I finished it. It is gaming history, exactly. It's also like 80 hours long. So I'm going to be there a while, just hating myself. But also playing this game. Can I introduce you to a little thing called YouTube? Now on YouTube, there are places, there are things where people have played through the game and they've got rid of the boring bits and left the five minutes of like interesting stuff in there, and you can learn what happens. I'm, I'm just going to read. I'm going to watch that. So speaking of YouTube, Ben, I'd like to introduce you to the term editing. I did edit. I edited my deal or no well the deal or no deal last Thursday, and twelve people saw it. <laughs> Despite taking Thank you, those 12 people. a whole hour <laughs> to do that. Thank you very much. Um, it does have trophies, um, Tom. So, yes, that's the thing. I could play through it. And I think they're actually quite easy, I think. Because you literally get a, a, a trophy pretty much every hour So for just playing through it. So there's a lot of trophies to get. And that is another incentive. Oh, you're so, not turning into yeah. one of them, are you? Oh, I've always, I've always been a bit of a trophy hunter. Yeah. I like a trophy. Yeah, I mean, actually, yeah, you've got the platinum for Sonic, so of course. It was easy. Yeah, I just don't think you should play it. Because you don't enjoy it. You're often quite miserable when I go in there and you're playing it. <laughs> and I'm like, are you enjoying it yet? And you're like, oh, stop asking me that question. Yeah, but that's because you keep coming in every five minutes going, are you enjoying it yet? Which is clearly taking the piss, and I'm not going to rise to that. So I will ignore you. Well, I'm just... 
I just want to know whether you are enjoying it yet. And every time I go no, in, you're like, no, you don't. The thing, the no, music, you don't. The music care. thing is, whenever you actually do answer that, it's no, not really. Because <laughs> I'm like, well, why are you playing it? <laughs> because I feel compelled to. Why? But because I do. And what I if, hate myself, but it's fine. What if there's a better game there that you could be playing, like Octopath Traveler 2? Sorry, um, Tom says, I can already see the Eurogamer article. I played Legend of Dragoon for three months, so you don't have to. I have already written about it, and it will be published on Friday. <laughs> and it's going to be critical of... Le Did you update it to make it less critical? Slightly. Okay. But um, I'm looking forward to seeing people's reaction. Although when it's like the Eurogamer, what we've been playing, most of the comments just completely disregard what uh, is in the article and just like people write what their own Well, no, what are. we've been playing has a lot of our commenters who like to share what they've been playing. So it's not so much a discussion about the article, but just a discussion about what people have been playing. And that's that's nice until they start trolling about a wizard game. Have you ever played a game out of spite? Like every game. No, I mean like played a game <laughs> to spite someone else who said that you're not going to enjoy it or whatever. I'm playing Legend of Dragoon now to spite you for coming and going, are you enjoying it? No, but I will keep playing it just to spite you so that you have it. to hear the music. What if I delete it? Don't you fucking dare. Why? There's YouTube videos to watch it. Um, like, what about... Yeah, that's the other thing. Why would you play a game when you can just watch someone else play it and, like, take the pressure off? Because then I'd be on Twitch. <laughs> you are. <laughs> well, fine. Do you know what game I Spike played? Please tell us. Death Stranding. Because I, I used to have a... Do you know what? I Spike played that as well because I was reviewing it and I wanted to get through it just to, to prove to you I could do it. Yeah, you pl you literally played it just so you could say, no, it was shit. And then you could upset me. Um, no, I used to have a better podcast host called uh, Jordan. Now, he was... He's a massive... Better? <laughs> oh, he got that. No, he wasn't. I'm not going to bitch talk, slap, talk anyone, but... Better at what? Don't answer that. Being right wing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, he was like, he loved Kojima. And he was like, you will hate it, Ben. You're absolutely going to hate it. Because I, I kind of, it was the time when I would only play kind of the big releases and that's it. Um, Just then? There are some little games. I, I played Celeste, don't you know? That's not a small indie game. It is. I mean, it's an indie game, but... It was small it's when I played popular. it. It was small when I played it. Oh, I was there on the first day when it came out. Small when I first played with it. Yep, and Edith Finch. I played that game that makes money cry the first day it came out, and I had no idea what it was. Gris. Yes. I play. I play indie games. I like my Tell indie. Tell us game. about Death Stranding because you don't do that enough. Yeah, uh, and then I played it, and I was like, well, I'm going to play it just, and I'm going to like it just because you know you said I wouldn't, and then I loved it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, there we go. Back in the Animal Crossing is for losers days. Exactly. Yep. Mm. So what have you played this week, Ben? And what are you spike playing this week? A little bit of spike playing. Uh, Destiny 2. Oh, Lord. Lightfall. So I have... I have completed the entire campaign on Legendary Difficulty. Thank you very much to Andinus. We did it together. And... We actually... Yes, thank you to Andinus for carrying Ben so that he can now gloat about this. And also thank you to Google for providing the answer of how you cheese the final boss. That's the real tea. I'm just going to leave for a sec. <laughs> okay, what's in the news? <laughs> 
Tell us about the final boss, Ben. No, no, you don't want to now. No, no, no please no, tell No, people. no, no, don't want to. <laughs> uh, no, we finished it, and... No, you, like, it scales up. We actually invited a third um, for our final... A threesome? Bo- I know. Online? Had, I know, with a, with a lady. Ooh! <laughs> uh, we invited, yeah, Cece uh, on, and uh, to join us in the final boss, and we got absolutely destroyed even more than before, because it does scale up. Um, so it's... You know, if you're just playing it single player, if you if you play it with a second person in there, like as a, a duo, then it'll like double. I guess it doubles the difficulty and like the health bars, etc. Um, I have a serious question. Go on. Um, I'm because I don't want to completely take the piss out of you. Um, so a lot of a lot anymore. of articles and reviews have come out that are basically saying like this is the worst expansion. It's really really bad. What is your take on that? Because you seem to enjoy it. I love it. I think the levels have been really enjoyable. The final, like the boss fights in there have been like varied and like they're, they're kind of puzzle. You're, you're never really stuck. I mean, there were some some like bosses where we were a little bit stuck on, but, you know, we persevered and worked really hard. The legendary difficulty wasn't impossible, but it was a really good challenge. And this was the first time I've ever played a campaign on legendary. Um, I tried a bit of the last one, the Witch Queen, um, just on my own solo on Legendary, and I couldn't get past like the first boss. Uh, but now I've been you know, practicing more, and I've built up my stats and modded my armor to make myself a lot more resistant to things. But yeah, the, the actual like the gameplay of it, I loved. The story was quite interesting, but I've, I never played Destiny for the story. I've really no idea what's going Does on. Does anyone? Nope. Uh, it looks stunning. Like the skyboxes are absolutely like destiny have always excelled with that and yeah being able to just like walk along a place and just see this giant ship that's crashed in the distance in the planet it's uh it's stunning and yeah and the characters in there the boss the new area is very cool it's a very much a cyberpunk uh kind of neon 80s place where like all the citizens are i think they're like the people that live there they've had all of their they're like stored in servers. I don't know if they're in sleep and then, yeah, I think they're stored in servers, the people, but they're like avatars or like these kind of just weird little kind of shadowy people just walk around. It's quite spooky. Um, A good explanation. Thanks. It's, uh, yeah, I enjoyed, enjoyed it. Andinis did work very hard, but I, we, you can't, you couldn't do that. Like, so Andinis and I did Nightfall, which is the, like the most extreme difficulty when it comes to um, strikes, which are like dungeons. And we completed three in a row or two in a row and did quite a few. um, Yeah, we got like over 100,000 points in each, did really well. Apparently Andinus last night was doing it with two randomers and had to quit because they were so bad. So, you know, you do have to hold your own a little bit. Mm. So you've done the story, which was what, like five hours? Uh, it took us probably about eight or nine because yeah, the, so the final boss was a bitch. Now the reason it was a bit of a bitch was it has these two kind of extra. So the the main boss and then he brings in. So the whole game you're learning about this strand power and in the final boss these two things spawn these two like other enemies that are real bullet spongy and they're really aggressive, and they zap your power away. Um, but there's lots of like going onto these platforms and you kind of. One of the things, this strand power is like a, a grappling gun or a grappling hook. And if one of those is near you, then you can't use your grappling hook. So you just, if you're 
having to jump to the next platform, you're probably going to fall to your death. Um, but they are really, really aggressive and bullet spongy and stuff. So they were destroying us. However, somebody pointed out that there is a place underneath. Uh, Sorry, I'm just I'd, reading wow. the chat. <laughs> there is a, a there was a place under a, some stairs. So we'll just interrupt before I talk about the final boss. Somebody has just popped in the chat and said, "Hello, my name is Tapioca." Lick the pudding. <laughs> I have a severely prolapsed uterus. I'm a strong, independent lesbian woman as well. I don't want to die from that issue with my muff. Uh, we pray for my vaginal rejuvenation. God bless you and all the other bottoms of the world. Ben. Yes? Let us pray. Let's pray. <laughs> Dear God. Yeah. Please, may you help tapioca lick the pudding. Please. With their pudding. <laughs> with their pudding. We pray... For this strong, independent lesbian woman, we pray that that prolapsed uterus sorts itself out with your help and love and light and guidance. Um, we pray for all the bottoms of the world, exactly. for us all to never be prolapsed and to always find a gentle top. Exactly. Amen. So, Destiny. Yeah, and then the final boss. So you could, we found that if you hid under the stairs, um, which we found, it popped up on my TikTok. No, it popped up on Twitter, and then about Andinus just a few minutes later, I think, found it on TikTok. Um, but yeah, if we, you could hide under the stairs and shoot. But actually, apparently you can also complete the second phase of the boss from those stairs as well, but we just yeeted ourselves out and finished it ourselves in the first try. But yeah, it was a, it was a really good experience, and I feel like I'm better at playing Destiny after doing that. And I also did some, I also did quite a few, um, uh, Ed, does Ed have an OnlyFans? Do you have an OnlyFans, Ed? Nope. Oh, if only. Um, yeah, so we, yeah, I've been doing some PvP and not coming last and stuff, so I feel like I'm, that's one one game that I'm not terrible at. So what's next? Is it just a big grind? Yeah, I'm doing, yeah, the thing is, like, so the soft cap was 1,750, which is like the level cap. Um, but you can also do powerful reward, like you can do activities for powerful rewards to get you to 1,800. Um, and then these pinnacle rewards that can get you to 1,810. And I'm currently 1,789. That's a lot of numbers. So I'm... But it's I, going well. I could probably reach the cap within like three weeks, three, four weeks. Um, and then it's like, well, I've got another, you know, I don't know how many weeks that are left in the season, like eight weeks or so. Um, but yeah, I think the hard cap is eighteen twenty. I thought I read it was eighteen ten, but maybe it's eighteen twenty. Who knows? Right, let's get rid of that person. They they were fun for a little while. You had one fun message, and yeah. then you just became really weird. So yeah, sorry. And I gotta banned. say, Ed looks amazing in his tighty whities. You wish. Um, shall we see what the people have been playing? Go on then. What have the people been playing? What are the people? What are the people? I saw all the accents today. Um, I've also been reading a book as well. You've been reading? Yeah. I was reading mm. uh, Assassin's Apprentice. But this isn't a reading podcast, so I won't talk about it. Yes. Um, I'm going to put this over here. Yeah. Put the chat over there. There we go. Right then. Um, Brenda. I'll start with this. Because Brenda said, I've been playing some League of Legends this week. Mm. Because Brenda, remember those days. I do remember you playing a lot of League of Legends. And I hope you're enjoying... Jungling? That's a phrase from League of Legends. What the hell does jungling mean? Apparently that's somebody that isn't a top or a bottom and they just 
jungle. I think. I mean, from the very small amount of League of Legends I've seen, that does make sense to me. Yeah. But also, that also sounds like a weird sexual term. Yeah. Yeah, is it is it just verse or a side? I don't know. I don't play League of Legends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. Fair enough. Well, I hope you're enjoying a bit of lol, Brenda. Uh, Mr. Wibble says, and here I was thinking it was still Tuesday, which is silly. If only. That's it. It should be not. Friday. That's what it should be. Hey, tomorrow's your Friday. You're off on Friday. That is true. I'm getting my hair cut. He's taking a whole day off to get his hair did. How much mm. do you pay for your haircut, Ed? A lot. I brought this up in my staff meeting today because we were talking about someone was like, one of the girls was like, oh, Ben, you're so lucky. I pay £50 for my haircut. You're so lucky being a man. I'm like, I pay £72. And they're like, what? And I was like, it is in Shoreditch. Where does, where does she get her haircut? Uh, outside of central London. Well, there you go. <laughs> and I do get a massage and finished off as well. No, you don't. <laughs> um, so Mr. Wibble has been playing Horizon Zero Dawn on PC and I'm really enjoying just being a feisty redhead I didn't expect I would be I didn't expect I would be especially after seeing people stream the game but I'm getting pulled into the story there's so much detail you can get into if you want to and me being me I once again get distracted by all the side quests anyway loving it and can't wait to finish this in about 70 more hours um, yeah if you're doing side quests then yes there is uh, there is a lot did you see, speaking of haircuts, did you see the the like the white nationalist guy? No. Oh my god. <laughs> well he clearly had a shaved head. No, no, he doesn't. There's a politician who's a white nationalist. Um wait a sec. Uh where is it? Oh damn, I can't spell. I don't often spell this. Uh it's brilliant. Well you didn't read it. Yeah, this guy. So the <laughs> In Estonia, I want to just see your reaction. I want to, okay. I want you to. Well, so this Helios is, has just said something, and I think no. So this guy is the face of what this was trending on Twitter today. This is the face of white nationalism in Estonia. Are you ready for this? Okay, show me. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not real hair. Yeah, that's. Let me show on the. No, <laughs> that's not. That's not a Can real haircut. Yeah, because otherwise it. Hang on. Uh, (laughs) Your bloody ring light. (laughs) (laughs) And it's genuinely... That's not real. Can you explain to people who are listening on the podcast? Um, It looks like it's Playmobil Lego hair. It's like (laughs) shaved around the ears, but then like long everywhere else. Like a weird bowl cut. (laughs) It is the worst haircut I think I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) That is not a £72 haircut, that's no, for that sure. No, that is not. Actually, do you know what? It probably is, because that probably takes skill to yeah. get that kind of undercut all the way around. I feel like they've just he's just taken it off and then pops it back on. And they're like, just make it, just cut it around. I can't remember. Maybe he takes it off to cut it and goes, I think this is where my ears are, and then sticks it back on top. It's, yeah. He's ahead of his time. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's an Estonian not. white nationalist. Absolutely not. Anyway. Shocking. Um, Capt has been playing some Wolong on Game Pass. A very good choice, Capt. Um, so much Wolong. Cap likes hard ones, though. Games. Yeah, we know. 
Um, so much Wolong. It's basically a Souls-like game set in feudal China with just a sprinkle of myths and magic for good measure. It reminds me a lot of Bloodborne as it heavily relies on the use of the parry mechanic. Uh, yes, you can block, but if you parry, you will drain the opponent's stamina bar, allowing for a fatal follow-up attack, which will kill lower enemies and one hit or bosses will take a big chunk of damage. Yes, absolutely. Uh, the yeah, niche... wasn't there a... That, yeah, that final boss. Wasn't there a way to like kill it after you've got its health down to half? Yes, which I did not realise. But there is the second phase of it. I think once you've done a couple of fatal strikes on it, which aren't fatal for bosses, but it takes a big chunk, there's like... You can, you can press a button to like summon a dragon that then just kills him after that. But that was not clear to me when I played it because I was so focused on I must dodge everything. So I kept going and got him all the way down to zero health and then the dragon comes out. But you don't actually have to wait that long. Drain the boss. Yeah, I fully drained the boss. Um, the niche mechanic is the morale system. You start each level at zero morale with every enemy killed. It will increase, making you more powerful. The downside is taking damage from critical attacks will lower it. The higher the morale when fighting a boss, the easier it'll be to win. Um, also, it has pandas. That's all I'm going to say on that. Um, the can you kill them? No, I think... I don't know if you can cuddle them or not, though. Aww. But the morale system is cool, though. Like, the more enemies you kill, your morale goes up. Um, but then if they kill you, their morale goes up and yours goes down. So it kind of is like a sort of balancing... Nemesis thing. system. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Mm. I like it. Uh, Jackie B, uh, I've been back on Minecraft for the past couple of weeks. I started a new world in the la in the latest version, 1.19.3. Which is weird because it came we just after ran that like... up to two? Yeah, no, because but that came after <laughs> one point... You think this has already come out after like 1.9, which is just confusing. Sure. But, um, I mean, most numbers don't have two decimal points in it, so, I mean, it's it doesn't follow those. It's a those. bit strange. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot added to the game since I last played, such as new ores, creatures, biomes, and block types, and I've been really enjoying figuring all that out. The only thing that I don't like so much is that they completely changed how ores are distributed at world generation. None of this means anything to me, but I'm really glad yeah. you're enjoying it. So normally, um, like, you're like, <laughs> diamonds are between levels 6 and 12 in the game if you go down, because if you go down, zero is the very, very bottom of the mine. Or the very, very bottom of the world that you can dig down to. And like okay. six to 12. And they so do zero it is like ground floor. Yes, like, don't upset some Americans. <laughs> no, zero is like the core. Like, you can't go any further. The Earth's core. Okay. Yes. But then, well, kind of. And then, um, like, they're in clusters of three between, like, yeah, but the, the bottom of the world is now minus 64. I had no idea. See, there you go. I've not, I've not played in a long time. Okay. Well, they've changed how ores are distributed. Um, so I really struggled figuring out where to mine for certain things like coal for quite a while. It's been a lot of fun, though, and I'm looking forward to playing more. I do like a bit of Minecraft. I like a bit of Minecraft. Maybe I'd like a bit of Minecraft solo for at some point. Yeah, for like a day, and then yeah, that won't last. Oh, dear. Uh, Debs has been playing lots of Dorf Romantic. Dorf Romantic. Uh, trying to get that high score, which I was able to increase by a few hundreds this past week. I still seem to struggle when the map expands. I also had a weird bug happen in the game this morning where I got the same tile type about seven times or more. First time I've ever seen that happen. Well, if it helped you get a good score, then that is a, that's not a bug. That is a, um, a nice feature. It didn't. We saw the score. It wasn't very good. Oh. I also played A Walk With Yaya. Yeah, yeah. Or Yeah, yeah. Yaya, yeah. It's Y-I-A-Y-I-A, um, which is a cute pixel art story type game in black and white where you play as the grandchild of 
Year Year, let's just go with that, uh, who is also Greek. The story starts off where you are home alone with your grandmother and you ask her if she wants to go for a short walk in the neighbourhood. At first she resists, since she recently had a fall, but after some story choices she decides to join you. Once you are outside, you get to choose which way to walk, right or left, and along the way she tells you some stories of when she was younger. There are flowers to pick, people to meet, and it seemed like a lovely little story game with some sad parts in between as well. I haven't finished it yet, but I hope to get back to it soon. Uh, last but not least, I started playing the Final Fantasy expansion of Power Wash Sim. I stopped at the third level for now because that one is quite big and there is a lot to clean, no spoilers. We are going to be playing some of that after the podcast today. We and are. I am very excited. Yes. Um, Ravi Lavi, not much since I'm in Florida for a week, but I did start a mobile game called Sprite Fantasia. Pretty cute, and reviews have said it's free to play friendly. More RPG than Gacha, in my opinion. Nice. Just go like that. Mm. Uh, Riley is back on that Zelda randomizer bullshit, as always, and we love it. Uh, Jinx, have you heard about Final Fantasy XIV? Uh, okay, but there's a patch and more stuff to collect, so here I am crafting in Shadowbringer Zones so I can get a shiny frying pan that isn't as good as my frying pan, but it's shiny. That's how they get you. Shiny pans. I do not have a shiny pan in that game. I don't have a pan. But do you know what level I am in that game? Go on. 69. Nice. Great. Uh, and Sidious, I honestly have just been playing more Elden Ring. I've been stuck on Elden Beast for over a week now. Oh, update. Honest. Jinx has got her shiny pan. <gasps> yes. GG Jinx. Get some BB and hype in chat. GG Jinx. Um, Sidious is still stuck on Elden Beast. Honestly, that boss is a pain in the butt. Um, I'm in the process of downloading Yakuza Like a Dragon, which I am really excited to play because I saw a streamer play a bit. I still haven't played that and I really, really want to. And I know that I'm going to love it but I just haven't found the time to, st you to start You will it. like it. It's, it's yeah, Legend of Dragoon, but good. Wow. Because it does harken back to, like, old JRPG, RPGs. Yes. No, I've heard that there's a big, like, Dragon Quest influence and lots of references. Um, oh, yeah. And I've actually never played a Dragon Quest game, and I really would like to. But um, I've heard very good things about Like a Dragon, so I want to yeah, give that Yeah, it wasn't my kind of thing, but yeah. There is the pan. We have seen the oh. shiny pan. That was Zelda. Different game, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, um, I, I've heard really good. If you like those kind of RPGs, the old school RPGs, then you're going to like it. Yeah. I personally didn't, but I might give it another go. Mm. I like the beat-em-up Yakuza's. I've only played the first one, and I have Zero ready to play. And Zero's just brilliant. Yeah, I've heard such good things about that. So I feel like I need to play that, and then maybe just skip the others and Is go to Zero like Zero with the underground wrestling gang? wrestling thing. I, it well just... isn't Zero set in the 80s yeah which again I'm all about the 80s like yeah. dream it might be 6 as the wrestling I don't know it also but then yeah 6 is, is like that but a modern day version and there's one bit I had to like turn my stream off not my stream off but I had to put like a window over it because was it I thought, rude I thought it was going to show porn because you literally you're talking to somebody in a chat room on it and they're like and telling them to remove their clothes and they're doing it and I'm like how far is this going to go am I going to lose my channel here Oh uh, so I had to put something over it, but it didn't in the end. Um, but honestly, that game is hilarious. I don't know. I don't know if it would be popular to stream because I think people tuning in and watching it would be like, "This is wild." But also, you it's really difficult to follow the story. Yeah, I think that's the thing with it. I mean, I've only played one of them, but I feel like the story is a bit convoluted, and I feel like mm. everyone has their thing of where do you start when you play the Yakuza series. 
See, I started with one, but now I'm going to go back. But then you, you know, do you have to play all of them to get the story? Do they work on their own? I don't know. No, you. you st- but I just, I, I want to summon lobsters, so I want to play like a dragon. Uh, yeah, I mean, seven or like a dragon is a new series, pretty much. Yeah. So, but zero is the original series. It's weird because you play zero, which is in. So it's like zero, which is like an updated engine. Then Yakuza Kiwami, which is Yakuza One, That's which is I in play. the same engine. Then there's Kiwami Two, which is in the Yakuza Six engine. So it's better. So it's weird. Like you've got Yakuza, Yakuza or Yakuza. I think it's uh, Yakuza. Six and two that are in this like the best engine. Then you've got Zero and Kiwami One, which are in a decent engine, like PS4 engine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got the um, three and four, which are remastered, which just has like some slightly better textures and it's not, oh yeah, sorry, three, four and five, which is just kind of average, like, you mm. know, standard remaster. Clue says summon lobsters. That's the only thing that I've, I haven't seen too much of Like a Dragon just because I know I want to play it. So I've avoided too many spoilers. Um, but it's, it's sort of, it's an RPG with turn-based battles and summons as you would get in Dragon Quest, which it's very much inspired by, um, but in sort of modern-day Japan. So I think one of the characters is like an idol, and and I know that one of the summons is like summoning lobsters from the sky and just really silly things that I am very excited to play through. Update, Gemma. We have two kittens so far. <sighs> She's still round enough that there may might be more, but everyone is happy so far. She keeps rolling over to show me them when I look. We have been following Gemma's oh. four kittens now. Wow, there are more. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't very heavily. So, yeah, um, we've been following over the last few weeks. Uh, Gemma's fostered a very pregnant very cat. Very heavily pregnant Very cat. heavily pregnant cat <laughs> that's been fit to burst for weeks. And today is the day that they're uh, falling out. I bet the, the amount... The, yeah, honestly, they're going to be firing them out. Mm. The amount. But yeah, that poor kitty is going to have a, a lot of relaxing, hopefully, now. Is it just four now? We think they might have one more. Wow. Wow, that is... That's a lot. That is a lot of kittens. Oh, but please, is... please do send us some pictures We need on all Discord. the pictures. All the pictures. If anybody isn't um, in our Discord, go to discord.gg slash biggestbenus. Uh, check out the cute and wholesome channel. That is where I imagine all the kittens are going to be. Uh, they're all And they're all the same colour, so you'll never be able to tell them apart. Brilliant. <laughs> Just get a felt tip marker. Get like a permanent marker and like <laughs> put a number on them. Definitely do not do that. Yeah. Are they poisonous to kids? Probably. Tons? Don't draw on your cat. <laughs> <laughs> Can you like wrap something, you know, wrap them, put like a sock around them? No, you don't. Well, they might get strangled or something. Like, you don't want that. Okay. I will never get a kitten. Just no. I don't think you can be trusted with any animals. Um, oh, one before. Well, thank everyone for contributing. PSA, yeah, PSA, do not draw on your animals. Yes. Yeah. Um, thank you for your contributions. Shall we talk about the news? No. Cool. Let's go play some Power Wash. No, okay, go on then. What have you been writing about? Well, it's it's not all me. Oh, Matt Wales. Yeah, we've I got, like his we've writing. got other writers. Um, so, as I know that um, there are lots of city management... Um, Sorry, what has Extreme said here? Um, Fran Leibowitz says, Outdoors is the place between your house and your car. And it seems like an Ed perspective. <laughs> it's definitely my... Yeah, Ed's a London person. 
going outside means to just walk across the very busy road to Sainsbury's and then walk back. Mark and Spencer's if he's feeling flush. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. That yeah. sounds about right. Um, yes, I know. Honestly, so yeah, we're going up north in a few weeks, and every time we go up north, Ed's just got a permanent, you know, kind of like. He's... No, I don't. I quite enjoy the fresh air. Yeah, you don't like the Yorkshireness of it, though, do you? The Yorkshireness. <laughs> You're getting better. Do you know what? I think Yorkshire's absolutely fantastic. How <laughs> oh, dare you? <laughs> yeah, it's too easy. Oh, that's my dad. He's mocking my dad. Do you I'm mean to mock your dad? <laughs> Please. I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, um, fuck off home. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are lots of people in chat that like sort of sim games and city games and management games. And um, Paradox is a publisher that makes lots of those sorts of games. And they had a live stream on Monday and announced a couple of new games that people would be interested in. Oh, now I understand. Because I saw the the Sims. Uh, sorry, I saw the um, City Skylines two thing. And that's the next. And people one. were like, "Oh my god, I'm going to abandon the Sims for this." And I was like, "Sims and City Skylines aren't the same kind of game." No, no, no. I didn't look at any of the uh, other announcements. So it's because Paradox have another game coming um, called Life by You, uh, which basically is kind of a competitive competitor to the sims oh my god they need a competitor um, and the developer of it is the former head of sims um and the ceo of second life studio um good so we don't really know too much about it yet but it basically looks very very sims-esque so if you're interested in the sims then this is definitely one to look out for and paradox love their dlc as well so this will be perfect if it just turns to be the same thing i mean the sims hasn't had a release in a long, long, long time. Um, I wonder if... Well, yeah, because it's still Sims 4. They just keep adding yeah. DLC. So maybe this game will be... Uh, I'm sure will be a much have much more updated graphics. And maybe it will give um, Ma- Maxis? Maxis. Yeah. Give them a bit of a push, maybe. I mean, yeah, I've always said the Sims should... like They should release, obviously, Sims 5 and just have a subscription model for the other stuff. Probably. Battle, do battle passes. I mean, I don't... There are certain games that a battle pass would work with, like The Sims. I don't know how they would, like, you'd get that, but, like, having certain items that the more you play, you can unlock them in that method. Why not? Sure. Um, but what they also announced is that Cities Skylines 2 is going to be launching later this year on PC, Xbox consoles, and PS5. Love Cities. Um, I have never played City Skylines. So I can't really tell you what it's about, but I know that there are people here that really like it. You can put all the shit in the river and then just a bit further down, you can get like the water thing. So it collects all the shit water and then puts it into all the people's homes. So it's a game about shitting on people? No, because she's technically meant to do it the other way around. But you trolled the virtual inhabitants. Yeah, and they all died and drowned in their own sewage. But, you know, sometimes I just like to play God. Uh, so yeah, that City Skylines is great fun. The only thing that had, so the only thing that City Skylines like was really bad with was uh, traffic management. And they put out a video I think today saying like, look at the ways you can manage your traffic. So I think they're very much addressing the fact that I don't, I think the amount of people that played City Skylines might have been more than they were anticipating. And then there were lots of kind of issues with traffic in that game. Mm. Mm. Well, um, the developers have promised a revolutionary spin 
um, on the original game, uh, giving players the tools to build any kind of city they can imagine and follow its growth. Follow its growth from a humble village to a bustling metropolis. Great. Um, so if you're into city skylines, then there's more to come this year. So that'd be fun. Oh yeah, I cannot wait to play that. Nice. I love a city building game and city skylines. I as yeah, it's probably one of the best. It's it's it came out I think around about the same time as SimCity. And whatever happened to SimCity? That mm. was that weird always online kind of mess. And then this was the game that you really played. It's like Roller Coaster Tycoon came out and Planet Coaster came out. And the original, the old school, you know, Roller Coaster Tycoon, that was always online, wasn't it? Or it was I don't know if it was always online or there was an online mode to it that was a bit shite. Um, and yeah, that just disappeared and a new, the challenger has uh, taken its place and maybe that's what they're going to do with The Sims. Maybe, maybe. So next up, uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. This is kind of a bit of a PSA, really. Um, last week was Pokemon Day and they announced that there's new DLC coming. They announced that Scarlet and Violet um, can connect to Pokemon Go um, and various other bits and pieces. And you can now um, purchase the DLC, even though it's not out till later in the year. Um, so you can purchase it and sort of download the preliminary file. Um, the problem is, is that there is a bug in this update of Scarlet and Violet that means that it could cause um, a complete save file wipe. So if you're planning on downloading the DLC, don't do it yet. And if you're planning on connect connecting Scarlet and Violet to Pokemon Go, don't do that either, because you might completely lose all your save file. Um, there are people who have lost hundreds of hours and hundreds of shinies and various other bits. So um, just stay away. The game is still a buggy mess. Yes. It's weird, but it's still a fun game. <laughs> it's still the best Pokemon game. But it's a mess. Yeah. Um, some Twitch news. Um, they released a new blog post uh, yesterday about explicit deepfake content on Twitch. So you might remember that back in January, um, there was an incident with some streamers um, and some deepfake porn that was shared. Um, Twitch have finally addressed that um, with, um, or at least started to address that with this new blog post um, where they're basically acknowledging that that happened and that they are making steps um, to, to stop this from happening again in the future. Um, the first thing that they actually say though is about the term deepfake porn. Um, because that essentially is, is in their words, not the right word to use. Um, porn is consensual. And what has happened here is absolutely not consensual. Um, and as much as it's called deep fake, that sort of is a term for lots of different types of technology. So actually the term that they are opting to use now in their language um, going forwards and in all of their policies on Twitch is synthetic non-consensual exploitative images. Um, or synth synthetic NCEI. Um, so they are basically now updating all of their policies. Um, so that's the adult sexual violence and exploitation policy and the adult nudity policy to say that if you are seen sharing this content, you will be suspended indefinitely on the first offence. Um, they are working with safety experts to, to basically support people. Um, and on the 14th of March, they're going to be hosting a creator camp uh, with a woman called Zara Ward, who is an NCEI expert and manager at the Revenge Porn Helpline. Um, so they're going to be doing a creator camp all about online protection. And this is something that Twitch are going to be taking quite seriously from now on. So 
a good thing that they are actually um, addressing them, uh, addressing this, and they are clearly wanting to learn and use the right terminology. I feel like they've hit the mark quite a few times lately. They're on, they're, uh, yeah, I seem to remember when they do decent. Obviously, every time they fuck up, bring it to their attention, but they are doing well. I, I do think with Twitch that there was a big sort of blowback after all the hate raids and and mm, sort of a lack happening. of, which is still happening, but just a lack of transparency from Twitch. And I know that their excuse is always, well, if we tell you what we're doing, then people will know and then they'll find a way to circumvent it. But I think they are learning that people want more transparency. They want more detail. They want these blog posts to come out and... Um, you know, for people to understand that they are actually listening. So mm. I, I feel like they are, they're getting better at communication now. As Rachel Wilber says, don't worry, Pride Month soon. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, a couple more bits and pieces. Um, Discord voice chat is now available on PS5. Um, oh, that's great. So, oh my God, we could have really used that when we were playing Returnal the other day. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there is a system update today um, for everyone. That includes various bits and pieces um, that were actually added in a software beta at the start of February. So that included Discord voice chat, but it's also VRR support um, and a few other little bits and pieces. Um, that has now been rolled out for everyone. So today you should have a system software update for PS5, and it means that you can now access uh, Discord voice chat. The way that works essentially is that you... I have. The way that works is that you connect your PlayStation account to your Discord account, and then you go on Discord on the mobile app or on, on website or whatever else on desktop, and then there's an option to transfer to console when they're connected, and then you can just transfer it across and chat on PlayStation. Hmm. Exactly. So that's nice. Yeah. That's a good thing. Um, Starfield, which is the big Xbox release um, from Bethesda that everyone's anticipating. Oh, um, I can't it, believe it's going to be coming out in the middle of all the Breath of the Wild 2 and Final Fantasy You know, Well, no, it's sequel. not. Oh, good. Um, it was originally scheduled for June um, and was going to be Microsoft's sort of big release. I mean, it still is the big release of the year uh, for Microsoft. If Starfield fails, they are screwed. So they really need this game to be good. And they have now delayed it slightly until September. But we do have a firm release date now, which is the 6th of September. Um, and that's when Starfield will come out. It's coming out on Game Pass. It's their big push um, to get everyone playing on Game Pass. Um, there is also going to be um, a Starfield showcase on the 11th of June. And that, mm. is the, that is the same day as the Xbox Game Showcase. Um, so that is the day before E3, basically. Um, now, there are lots of companies that aren't at E3 this year, including Microsoft, but they are still hosting a big showcase the day before, So because it's just the typical time, basically, that this happens. Um, so they will have their big showcase of what they're showing um, for like the next year, and then afterwards there will be a specific one um, on Starfield, um, which will then come out in September. Which I think is probably good timing because, yeah, it's after Breath of the Wild, which is in May. It's after Final Fantasy 16, which is in June. Um, not a lot happens in summer. And we still don't really know what's coming out at the second half of this year. So at least we know that this is coming out and, you know, there shouldn't be too much competition. I mean, there will be, of course, but um, but good to know. And, you know, it's going to be um, released on the one year anniversary of Liz Trust becoming prime minister. 
Wow. Will it be better than a lettuce? Will it last longer? Can you finish that game in 20, in 30 odd days? In longer than a lettuce game. Yeah, honestly, people will probably be like, I could, I'm playing this, yeah, they will play this game for longer than, yeah, yeah, than a lettuce. And as Clue says, if it's anything like a Bethesda game, I would probably wait a few months for the bugs to be ironed out. That's the thing. I think there will inevitably be some bugs in it, but I think it's probably in a playable state now. They're just pushing it back a little bit to try and make it the best possible thing you know but also keep it away from the other games that are out that month well yes but i think i think honestly cyberpunk had a huge impact on the industry um in terms of the pushback from from consumers buying the game being like this is not the state we want it to be in the fact that that hit sort of national news like the normal news um was a huge deal and i think now whenever any developer releases a game they know that it cannot be in that kind of buggy mess. Um, and that's why we're seeing a lot of games delayed nowadays, because they know that it has to hit a certain standard, which it should anyway. Because if I'm paying for a game, I don't want to wait a month for an update for you to finally release it in the best possible You'll way. You'll play a game if it's shit. I mean, just look at Legend of Dragoon. Shit, not buggy. There's a difference. Is it? Thank you. It's, it's not buggy. Well, it was, but I didn't play. <laughs> there you go. You it was, but I waited until after the bugs. So there you go. Okay. Um, and then the last one for today, um, some new documents have come out, which are basically to do with um, Microsoft's bid to buy Activision Blizzard. And in the process of this, um, the UK's um, CMA, which is the... Um, can you scroll down a bit? Because I can't remember. Yeah. That. Thank you. Um, what the Competition and Markets Authority? That's the one. They're basically the UK's regulator about business. And um, in this whole thing of Sony versus Microsoft, some new documents have come out that are basically Sony retaliating against Microsoft. Um, and Microsoft are obviously saying, you know, we're going to buy Activision Blizzard, and that includes Call of Duty. And Sony are saying, well, actually, you shouldn't be allowed to have Call of Duty because it's such a big game. You'll have too much of a monopoly over the industry and you shouldn't be allowed to do that. And Microsoft have said, well, we'll make sure that Call of Duty is available on everything because we want to make lots of money. So we won't make it exclusive to Xbox and we'll make sure that Call of Duty is still available on the PlayStation. And in these new documents, Sony have turned around and basically said, Microsoft are lying. And they are saying that there is a chance that Microsoft could basically hinder Call of Duty on PlayStation in order to make sure that people buy the Xbox version instead, to the point where they have literally said that Microsoft, in retaliation, could purposefully release a version of Call of Duty on PlayStation that's full of bugs and errors to purposefully make people buy the Xbox version instead, Um, which is just kind of hilarious and really petty um if it's on game pass then i mean people are going to play the game pass version you know anyway well they haven't necessarily said that they'll put it on game pass if they do then yes people will probably just pay as part of that um but there were a number of suggestions that sony made um that could that microsoft could could basically implement to go against sony so that includes raising the price of it on playstation specifically degrading the quality and performance on PlayStation, degrading the game to ignore PlayStation-specific features, so maybe they release it but they don't use the DualSense, um, 
not prioritizing investment in COD multiplayer on PlayStations, so saying, you know, Xbox gets better features, um, making the game available on a subscription service, but only Game Pass, so i.e. it's not on PS Plus. Um, it's, it's really petty from Sony, and it's them kind of just trying to scrape the barrel to come up with ways to, to stop Xbox and Microsoft buying Activision Blizzards. And it's kind of just funny gossip to watch happen to Mr. be honest Rivel says to me it just shows what sony themselves would do i mean that's the thing they sony should... absolutely would probably do that i mean it's obviously nothing to do with playstation but yeah whenever games come out and they're all and it's multi-platform nearly all of them tend to be um like run better on playstation yeah um but yeah uh sony said that microsoft's proposal fails to provide adequate protection for playstation's access to call of duty or for competition Instead, it reveals Microsoft's lack of commitment to ensuring full and equal access to Call of Duty, confirms the risks of a behavioural remedy outlined in the guidelines, and reinforces Sony's belief that Microsoft intends to use Call of Duty strategically to dominate the gaming sector. And it's just, it's a load of bollocks. Uh, It's just quite funny. But Um, it shouldn't go through anyway. No. Microsoft have already responded, um, basically saying, uh, since the CMA issued its provisional findings, we have offered solutions which address its concerns and increase the deal's benefits to UK players and game developers. These include a guarantee of parity between Xbox and PlayStation parity. parity between Xbox and PlayStation on access to Call of Duty and legally binding commitments to ensure that Call of Duty is available to at least 150 million more players on other consoles, Nintendo, uh, and cloud streaming platforms once the deal closes. So Microsoft are keeping it kind of straight. Uh, in their response but uh yeah it's just it's everyone being really petty and trying to manipulate the cma and think that they don't understand gaming and it's just all very funny yeah yeah my pat says my issue is that they've done things to stop games from coming out on xbox we need to see what the deals they've also made if they're going to make these accusations i mean it happens all the time and it probably will happen and it sucks and yeah i don't think it should go through i'd like it not to and you know for it to just carry on as it is but I mean, I liked Call of Duty and I would enjoy being on Game Pass so I don't have to buy the full release, especially as I kind of, sometimes I want to play on console and sometimes I want to play on PC. But yeah, I, it happens all the time. For example, what's it? Um, Epic, they bought Rocket League and they took it off Steam and now I think pretty much you can only, I think on uh, on the Epic Game Store, you can only get like the current stuff on there. Um, I don't, can you get it both? I don't play Rocket League, so I don't know. No, I don't know if it, I don't think it's the same version as it is on on Steam. Mm, interesting. And that's a game with still has. I mean, nowhere near uh, Call of Duty, but it does have a lot of uh, people playing it. I mean, if Microsoft desperately want a good shooting game, maybe they should have invested that sixty nine billion dollars into Halo Infinite and made it good. Yeah. Oh God, can you imagine? Hmm. But also, they don't even want Call of Duty that much. What they really want is King, because they want all the mobile stuff, and they want to have decent mobile games and mobile? that's that's secretly what they want it's just that sony have made it all about call of duty just to try and prove a point i was reading that since i think it was since 2020 the number of people playing games on their mobile phone has doubled like double mobile gaming years. is huge and if these big companies don't have a presence in mobile gaming they are massively missing out especially mm-hmm. when you look at places like china where mobile gaming is huge um they they need to be making an effort in in those territories and and making money and it's mm. that's it's that's secretly why they're buying Activision Blizzard because they want King but Sony have turned around and said oh no Call of Duty is too important 
Should buy Apple Arcade. They're not going to buy Apple. Arcade, just the arcade games. I would love them. Yeah, I mean, if they do want to get into the gaming market, yeah, do like a Game Pass type subscription. Honestly, get Apple Arcade is for me the best thing that happened to mobile gaming because I just know if you're playing that, it's not going to be riddled <clears throat> with adverts and microtransactions. It's like a bit of a seal of quality of a decent mobile game. I mean, Pat's there says, COD is going downhill at the moment. So to be honest, if Sony was smart, they need to make a first person shooter of their own. And absolutely, they've they just have... bought Bungie. So they're going to be investing in Destiny. And partly that, and partly Sony have got a load of live service games in production. So they've bought Bungie to try and understand the online infrastructure and use their expertise. Mm -hmm. So absolutely, Sony are going to come back with their own shooting games, online games I mean, they get, that I, will compete. Wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me if Bungie... Did Bungie say that they were working on a new first-person shooter? Probably. Or was it a new game? Probably. Mm. There's a lot more to come. There is. Um, plus, the funny thing is, in the past, being a gamer is a sort of stigma. Now everyone's a gamer. It's weird that also people don't describe themselves as gamers. Like I've, In my workplace, I've met maybe 50 people, and probably two of them say that they've got any idea about games. But I'm like, you probably play games on your phone, but like they don't think of themselves as gamers. Well, this is... Well, now we're on a tangent, but like, that's like, the term gamer like really doesn't exist because as you said like everyone plays games like everyone plays either a little game on your, on the mobile or they have a console or a pc or whatever like loads so many people play games that it's the same as saying like oh i'm a muso because i listen to music like everyone listens to music or i'm a film buff because we all go to the cinema or watch films on tv like it's just something that so many people like and enjoy that to define yourself as a gamer just doesn't really make sense anymore. But the people that do define themselves as gamers are the annoying right-wing right, right -wing incels, and they can fuck off. There you go. You heard it here first. All right, well, I think that is enough for the podcast section. We're going to be... But the best of us are the gamers. With a Y. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to be doing some quick looks now of uh, Final Fantasy Theatre Rhythm and Final Fantasy Power Wash Simulator. Yeah. Um, so we'll check that out. And if you are listening to this off stream, we will be popping the quick looks online over the next week. Uh, go to youtube.com slash biggest Uh, but if you do want to check out more swapping joysticks, go to swappingjoysticks.com and you'll find on there, um, yeah, like links to our, to the YouTube channel with all the previous podcasts as well as all previous episodes. Ed underscore nights. Where can we find you? You can find me at Ed underscore nights both on Twitch and on Twitter. And you can find me as Biggest Benus on Twitch and Biggest Benus one on Twitter. My Instagram is still in the... I'm still trying to get it back. Uh, I don't know how long I'm going to wait until I just like make up another one. Um, but it's getting a bit annoying now. But I do have a contact that I have emailed who has said that they've passed it off to the team that sorted out the Facebook um, issue when that was hacked. So hopefully it's just a matter of time. But, you know, fingers crossed, touch wood, everything. And he's not yet on OnlyFans, is Ed, unfortunately. Definitely not. It would it's be not for worth me, a afraid. lot of money. Be not worth for me. It. All right. Well, thank you, you all very much for watching and listening. Stick around for those quick looks. Otherwise, we'll see you all next week. Keep swapping. <laughs>